I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, November 3rd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, you've heard of exit interviews, but what about stay interviews? A hot new tactic sees employers meeting with employees who share their honest thoughts on the workplace. The employer can then make changes to avoid, well, a bunch of exit interviews. I think this is a great idea, but Peak Pals, this is nothing innovative. It's just called giving people feedback or asking for feedback. So I wouldn't get too excited about it. But besides the stay interviews, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, it's the year of celebrity memoirs. For our second story, what's going on with the loony? And for our third story, low survey response rates are tainting economic data. For our first story, celebrity memoirs aren't just a source of gossip or the headlines. They've also given the publishing industry a needed shot in the arm. Here's how that works. So The Woman and Me by pop legend Britney Spears debuted at the top of the New York Times bestseller nonfiction list this past week. The latest a steady stream of celebrity memoirs that have been hitting and flying off of shelves this year. Jada Pinkett Smith's Worthy debuted at number four in both Canada and the US, while Be Useful by Arnold Schwarzenegger and It's So by Patrick Stewart have both been at the top of the Globe and Mail nonfiction bestseller list for two weeks. Back in January, Prince Harry Spare sold 3.2 million copies globally in its first week, making it Penguin Random House's fastest selling book ever. And the big picture is this. This year is also seeing best-selling wars from Paris Hilton, Elliot Page, Pamela Anderson, and John Stamos. And the year's not over yet. Books from Barbara Streisand, Henry Wrinkler, Donovan Bailey, and William Nelson are still to come. Now, this is all happening because amid economic uncertainty and executive turmoil at the world's biggest bookhouses, publishers are taking fewer risks, which means they'll be leaning more into things they see as surefire hits. Memoirs are also attractive prospects for celebrities, be it because of the hefty advances or the chance to retake control of their public image. Juicy pre-release excerpts also make for easy headlines and have become a key element of publicity campaigns. Think of how much you may have learned about Britney and Jada's relationships lately. And it matters because book sales in Canada are down 12% through the first half of the year. So publishers are hoping the buzz and appeal of celebrity memoirs can buoy the industry. For a second story, the pros of Canadian currency compared to U.S. currency, well, it comes in several fun colors and features a majestic loon. Cons of Canadian currency compared to U.S. currency is less value, and it's dropping even lower. Here's what's driving the news. The Canadian dollar was trading at around six-month lows at market close yesterday and runs the risk of falling as low as $0.71 cents per USD per Monix Canada analysis. Now, while that's still a ways off from the loonies' all-time rock bottom, unbelievable 62 cents back in 2002, it would be the lowest point since the pandemic. And this is all happening because one big factor is that the loonie has failed to keep up with the surging U.S. dollar. While the greenback isn't Olympic power lifter strong as it was last year, it's rebounded over the past month from a slight decline, leaving the loonie to eat its dust. The issue can become more prominent if war spreads further in the Middle East. Major geopolitical turmoil often drives investors to store their money in so-called safe haven currencies like USD, causing a knock-on effect for less powerful bucks. The big picture is Canada's economy also plays a role. If the economy enters a so-called technical recession, the interest rate hike cycle might come to a close. That's bad news for the loonies since higher rates tend to attract foreign investors, creating demand and boosting its value. Besides making your next jaunt south of the border pricier, a lower dollar means imported goods are also pricier. 
The former Bank of Canada governor estimated that the loony dropped from $0.80 cents USD to $0.73 cents USD, driving up import prices by 8% to 9%. For our third story, Canadians are turning away from economic surveys, a development that's hurting far more than just the feelings of Stats Canada surveyors knocking on their doors. Stats Canada is actually struggling to get businesses and households to respond to its labor force survey, a trend that could distort key economic data per the Globe and Mail. The most recent response rate has fallen from 87% in 2019 to 70% in September. Data from the Labor Force Survey is actually really important, offering indicators like monthly changes in employment, the unemployment rate, and average wages. Stats Canada relies on tens of thousands of in-person interviews for the survey, but the response rate hasn't returned to pre-COVID levels after grinding to a halt in 2020. This all matters because a dwindling survey response rate hurts the credibility of the data and, more importantly, the insights drawn from it. Given how crucial labor numbers are to informing policy decisions, the increasingly small sample size of respondents is a concerning trend. Last year, a Canadian public policy paper found that the lower survey response rates led to StatsCan under-reporting the impact that the first wave of COVID-19 had on jobs. Now to zoom out, the U.S. and U.K. are also struggling with dwindling response rates. The U.K. statistics agency postponed the release of its labor market data in October over concerns that the small sample size of survey respondents would affect the report's accuracy. But the sample size is certainly shrinking. But Stats Canada says that the quality of its data remains high, and Director General for the agency says survey respondents still represent a demographic composition provides a holistic picture of the company. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great weekend, Peak Pals. When you give me shock waves.